Welcome to the Latchkey Sibs, the podcast that challenges three siblings to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time, criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids. I am your host and the oldest, Holland. I'm Allegra and the middle child. And I'm Gray and I'm insane in the membrane. <laughs> Very good choice. Insane. Got no brain. Very good Extremely choice. Extremely happy I did not have to think of something on the fly today. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize I had to until Holland was hat. Like, one sentence in, I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I'm like, I can't say nucking futs. That's too easy. I, was- I guess I've never ended it. I just always say I'm the oldest after the person intros. I've done that both times that you guys have been tread so maybe next time i should wait my turn and figure it out <laughs> yeah next week allegra will do it i'll say i'm the youngest and holland can say something you know and i'm aragon because that's what allegra's gonna have to watch next week. <laughs> no and i'm aragon no because next week holland you're gonna be saying because i'm big red oh my god that, whoever whoever gets the last line for bring it on that is a very good suggestion <laughs> gray you also could have um, gone with and i'm nuck and futz and this is nuck too, and obvious. Futs. too obvious too obvious I, know, I just said like it's too easy too easy <laughs> i was gonna go uh i was gonna go like brick wall waterfall oh my god. girl you think you got, got it, it all but you don't and, and I do. So, so boom with, with that, that attitude. attitude. Reese's Pieces, Cocoa Puff, mess with me, I'll mess you up. I know I skipped a bunch, yeah. but I don't remember it. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> it's well, so long. It was such an extended scene. <laughs> it, was very, it was very long. Anyway, what we do here each yes. week is one of us has to present a movie to be critiqued while the other two score it based on five specific categories. Each week's score will be added up, and at the end of each season, the sibling with the most points will be labeled Master of the Remote Control, while the loser will be forced to do some sort of punishment. And this week, we are covering Dickie Roberts' former child star. I believe it's a 2003 film. Is that correct, Gray? 2002? Yep. Okay. 2003. Starring David Spade. 2003, yes. Um, I, I have... a. I have a quick summary. Okay, great. I have a quick... Oh, it's it's actually not that quick, but it's not <laughs> gruesome. Is it a summary? It's actually well-written. Okay. Um, this is courtesy This is courtesy of Apprehensive Spaghetti on IMDb. All right. Mm. Not al dente, but apprehensive. Once, he was on top of the world as a popular child actor on TV. Now, he's Hollywood's punchline about everything wrong with people who are famous as children. All Dickie Roberts wants to do is find that one gig that will restore his honor and everyone's love of him. So after learning that Rob Reiner is making an ambitious new movie destined to sweep the Oscars, Dickie's first in line to audition. He walks out having learned he certainly looks the part, 
but can't act it yet, owing to his very unusual childhood. To research the role, Dickie embarks on a bizarre scheme to live with a suburban family to see how the average American child lives, having them put him up as their son. But once his gloves are off, Dickie discovers how great it is to be part of a true family, and whether he gets the part or not, his attempt at method acting will certainly change his life forever. All right. Yeah, pretty good. I feel like yeah, the not bad at all. made it seem better than it was. <laughs> um, um, it came out September 5th, 2003. So Holland was, a leg- Holland was 11. Uh, Allegra was basically nine. And I was six. Basically nine. <laughs> I feel like this was, I don't know if we saw this in theaters, but we definitely, it was a free, did. it was a semi-frequent rental. I'm pretty sure. I thought we did see it in theaters. I don't know if it was a rental. I think it was on just TV. just on TV a lot. Just on the movie channels yeah, a lot. Yeah, and I can't remember if we saw it in theaters not or not either. I really don't remember um, if we did. But also, I don't remember sure. it being that frequent. I no. honestly think I've only seen this movie two, three times max. And if it was three, it wasn't all the way through. Maybe it's just the like time. there was a time period where it was on TV all the time. So we just saw it a, like semi-frequently for like a short amount of time before it like cycled out or something because i feel like there were parts of this movie that were like very familiar to me and i feel like i remember like oh yeah that's when this happens but then there are other parts where i was like i don't remember like i don't i feel like we just maybe always saw this in bits and pieces yeah movie channel yeah i mean this movie was very much a movie that I didn't remember until I was watching it. Mm-hmm. And then every time something would happen, I would go, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I wasn't able to, like, predict too much other than the, like, two things I remember going <laughs> into it. Um, speaking of which, let's get into our pre-watch. Well, notes. hang on. I do have... Uh, Actually, I have thoughts from do dad. mom and dad have thoughts? Mom has not responded to me, but I do have thoughts from dad. Um, he, I don't think mom... I don't know if mom name. ever saw this. This was probably at a dad's house viewing or something. Maybe dad did take us to see it. I don't know. But he said, so I asked him, do you have any thoughts on Dickie Roberts, former child star? And the first thing he said was, that's Nuck and Futs. Um, And then he said, it was only okay. Kind of a forced rom-com, entertaining, but just barely. That catch line is pretty much the only detail I remember from the movie, (laughs) (laughs) which is fair. It's such a joke that our father. That's a very apt description. Yeah, (laughs) it's just they get a little adorable child at the beginning. Like the E True Hollywood story was definitely like the most well executed part of the movie. Oh my god, I love it. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) So pre-watch notes. Yeah. Who wants to go first? I guess I can. I feel like I never go first. Okay. Um. David Spade is a former child actor who said it's knuck and futs. He only wears gloves like a never nude. He has to live with a family for some reason. He is entitled but opens up and conquers his insecurities. Stilts sing along with teen boy. I did not remember the glove thing at all. Um, Me? That was my first note was, oh my god, the fucking gloves thing. The only other thing I remember... It totally escape my brain the only other thing i remember is the first time we ever saw this movie i don't think i was like i knew 
the word fuck. So when the child said, this is knocking butt, it was just gibberish to me. And I remember being like, what the fuck did he just say? I mean, I was like, what? I don't understand the joke. Like, people, I think dad laughed. And I was like, what is the joke? You didn't get it? I didn't get it because I didn't know what the word you fucking was. I got it. <laughs> How is that possible? I was six. You were like nine. They kept, like, they kept repeat. Like, the first time I heard it, it to my brain, it was like, and I like, mean, I can, I can see, like, maybe for a kid who's like, Maybe you knew the word, but you just, it's not where your brain is going. No. And when it's like swapped and gibberishy, you're, I can understand not getting it. They say what it, it means. several times throughout the movie. So I think I got it by the end of the movie. <laughs> but I remember being like, it took, what? You a- <laughs> it took you a while. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll go into mine, I guess. Um, David Spade is a former child star from the 70s and is now a has been. He somehow comes to live with a family. I do not remember why. He bonds with the kids and then ends up with the mom at the end. Wannabe Bad is in a dance routine by a mean girl. The child dances to a Christopher Cross song. There's a courting thing on stilts with the boy set to just my imagination. And that's it. I, like, remembered very specific scenes, but, like, not a lot of the plot. Same. (laughs) Yeah, I I wrote, fuck me, man. How long has it been since this movie came out? That's when I saw it. Literally, the only parts of this movie I remember are the stilts singing over the fence thing, knucking futs, and I think David Spade tries to fuck the kid's mom. That's it. Yeah, we were I didn't on even the same remember, page. Like, or at least my brain wasn't even going to like why he was at their house. It was just like, he was there. That's all I remember. Yeah, I couldn't remember why. It happened. So I feel like a lot of my movie suggestions this year was, I forgot about that movie. I wonder if it'll be good. Eh, throw it in. Yeah, and so this is definitely another one of those. This is one of those where I'm like, okay, I'll never have to see this again now. No more curiosity <laughs> about this fucking movie. Well, on that note, do you want to give me your scores? <laughs> yeah. I feel like Let you guys might have off. very different scores. I'm sensing that. <laughs> All right. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Four. Really? So I gave it a pretty generous six because of like, as things were going on, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you remember the gloves. It became more and more familiar. Like. I really didn't remember Like before the movie started, I probably would have given Nostalgia like a two. Yeah. But then as the movie kept going, I'm like, no, like it, it That's fair. Reminded me of the nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sit sit through ability. Five. Wow. That's low. You guys had a very different viewing experience. I did I me. wouldn't have put a five. I had a good I mean, there were definitely times that I was taken I, a, I put an eight. Yeah, there were an times eight? that I was taken out of it, but then there were other times where I was like this is hilarious. I'm in it. Like, I, I had I a think, very hot and cold yeah. love-hate so reaction to this movie. I think that's why I gave it yeah, a five. Yeah, for me, it was, like, the first, the first like, 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, I was, like, kind of, like, not really paying attention to the movie. But then once he was, like, actually, like, at the house, then I was, like, invested. I was actually enjoying myself mm-hmm. watching the movie, like... It was also similar to Big Fat Liar where I was like, 
I had super low expectations going in. So the fact that I like ended up enjoying it at all, I think very much disproportionately scored my score, my, you know, my number for this. But like, I mean, sit through is sit through. It's like, I think it's whatever you feel. Exactly. Exactly. There are other scores that I have that are lower. I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure. For me, it was more like, I thought the movie, I also had like no expectations going in. So I thought I'm like, it, I was like, this is like maybe better than I was going to give it credit for. It like rose pretty high, but then partway through the movie, it just kept tanking and tanking and tanking for me. So I think that's why I gave it a five is because I'm like, there's parts I really like and there are parts I really didn't. So I like split the difference, but we, I mean, all my scores are flexible. Yeah. I feel, I feel like I might be able to get maybe a little bit more out of you. Cause I was sitting next to you and the parts that hit, hit yeah you know i have so i'm just like but i don't know if this and i don't know if the parts that didn't did not hit in a same level you know what i mean it kind of did we'll get it i don't know we'll figure we'll talk about it we'll talk about it yeah so appropriate for children i gave it a four i gave mine a five okay generous just because the the cussing and very very sexual yeah yeah Honestly, I'm like good with a five. I think that's fair. <laughs> um, does it hold up? <laughs> I gave it a four. I gave it a seven. I mean, okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. I think the parts of this movie, I don't think there was much that like, oh, that didn't age well. It was just inappropriate for children but i think that like there wasn't a lot of i will say though i think there were parts that were inappropriate that were a product of the time if that makes sense but like i mean seven i'm i mean i'm not trying to argue you down but yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm very open to hearing allegra's you know her her reasoning for a four i'm not steadfast on my on any of my scores except for maybe you know Sit through ability. Yeah. I know I enjoyed myself. Um, I'll I I have like a wider reasoning about the movie that I can get into after we finish scores. All right, can I follow this? Yeah, can I follow? I gave it a six. I gave it a seven. Okay. All right, these are honestly a little better than I thought. I mean, Allegra's. I was expecting Allegra's, but I'm happy. I'm a lot very happy with yours, Greg. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's let's just dive right in. Yeah, like, so, Allegra, what was your overarching issue? Han and I kind of talked um, about this when we watched it, but I thought that if this movie was rebooted now, it would honestly be amazing. There yeah. are parts of it that could be really, really punched up. Like, first and foremost, he does not try and fuck the mom. Yeah. If he does not, if yes. he is not an aggressively gross sexual skeezball person, he has these moments where he's, like, a purely adorable, like, energetic like the treehouse scene if we could have that oh my god he's treehouse scene no he is so cute with the kids yeah yeah like i genuinely loved the chemistry between the kids and david spade yeah i don't i do think i did not like the chemistry between the mom and david yeah i would i didn't like the dynamic of i honestly like you're being my mom and i'm I want to fuck you. Yeah, I did not I like, like that. that. There at was all. only one funny line where he's like, "She's my mom too," and, and I'm, I'm dealing with, with it somehow. somehow. <laughs> and like that was funny. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> but like, 
that could have been it. Yeah, like, I'm like, that's all I, that was, that's as far as I wish like, it had gone. I don't think the dad needed to be some psycho cokehead dickhead. No. Alyssa Milano, hilarious, did not need to return to this movie. No. Like, honestly, if it had genuinely become. Yeah, she was, she returned for like, I mean, I guess the reason she returned was to like. Get the dad the out of the foil way. foil in the marriage. Yeah. But if he, if this had. But also like, I don't even think that needed to happen. No. I think it could have been like. Because he was there, if it was played more tastefully, and, you know, it could have been, like, David Spade was the foil, but it wasn't actually David Spade. It was, like, maybe her seeing someone actually treat her with respect made her leave the husband. Yeah. You know, like, that would have been a better reason for the split, but I think maybe they wanted to to just keep all of the, you know... uh, the villainy, the antagonism on the on the dad the whole way. So they're like, no, he has to leave. He has to be the one that fucked up. Which is like, I, th- I don't know. I think, like you said, if it was done today, I think they would have done it where it's like, no, it was the it was the mom's choice to like stand up for herself. You know, you know, not take any more bullshit. And then, then later it turns out. She and may, like maybe Dicky get together, but I, would, I don't know. I don't even want them either. to get together. No, I don't want them together at all. I mean, I, I don't said even that want too. the parents to split up. I think this would have been a much stronger film if the dad had been just as nice and pleasant and had taught Dicky what it's like to have real parents. Like, yeah. clearly he has mommy yeah. issues, but he also has daddy issues. Yeah. You know, his dad isn't. David Soul. (laughs) He's some guy who left him. Like, I think if this movie really had been more about Dickie conquering his childhood and his parent issues, and that had been the emotional center of the movie, rather than pivoting to wanting to fuck the mom. Yeah, I think that's enough. I think it's enough of a payoff for him to be like, I like work through my demons enough that I can play this role and I got it. And they're like, great, that's the end. Like we don't need to force in this weird, like, and now I like want to be a family with this family that I infiltrated and I'm going to date this mom now. I was like, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, it, it would have been great for him. Yeah. To be I like, did think, I really wish they kept it platonic. Yeah. Yeah. It. it I was really just saying, I was doing off. my punch up for if they were, if they to were keep still it that to keep way, it that way. Yeah, that's yeah. how I would have done yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, when he's like in the stroller um, and like the bitchy neighbor is like a bitch, but he's like he fat shames her so hard, and she's like, "Thank you for sticking up for me." I was like, "That's no. what we're taking from this." I'm like, scene? "That's what that was." This is ju- we're justifying this behavior, mom. Yeah, there was so yeah, there was a lot of fat shaming in this movie. He was way yeah, too was curvy for the mom. Like, yeah. when he's with the kids, especially but when the kids are, like, teaching it, him how to do kid stuff, he has such great energy. He's yeah. so positive. He's he really dedicated to the role. If that character had stayed throughout the whole movie, it I would have so had much, much higher scores. Yeah, it would have been so much better. So I will say, and I guess I'm doing Holland's job here, <laughs> um, at least it's not justifying it, but I think it's at least just rationalizing it. That, like, I think when it comes to the, like, over kind of borderline sexual harassment, or if not borderline deliberate sexual harassment, like, it is because of his, like, character's flaw from his upbringing and his, like, surroundings 
as being just like a Hollywood product. And so like, I think it's like, I, the thing that they messed up on, I think was <clears throat> giving it too much of a pass and trying to play it off as endearing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. Um, but then when it comes, so when it comes to the fat shaming, um, with the, uh, the bitchy neighbor, I think, yeah, he could have taken another direction and still been funny and like stood up for the mom yeah. without it, that being the only avenue of insult. Mm-hmm. But then with the kids, I know this is fucked up, but I was like, I was bullied as a kid. So I liked that movie. I liked that scene. Oh, like, with the kid. Yeah. That you mean the I wish kids? someone else did that for me <laughs> that I kind of like in the moment excused it. But like I now like, you know, obviously on reflection, I'm like, yeah, that's not great. Especially when we were watching this as children. But like I do remember um, as a kid influence. thinking that scene where he stands up to the kid bullies was like, yeah, what a win. That was funny because it was like it was 2003 yeah. and that's like. That's how fuck. That's how it was. Like that was in not even. That that's wasn't just was. in this movie. That was in like a lot of movies that we watched yeah. because it was two thousand. Yeah. I'm a little bit more forgiving for that scene, weirdly, just because I know it's a product of its time. Yeah. If it was made today, he would have stood up to the bu- bullies and would probably would not have fat shamed them, and maybe it would have even been a little bit more compassionate. But like the fact that he is like I don't know, like he is. It's it's just such an unfinished movie because yeah. in a way, if he had been standing up for them in a way where he's like a child and like if we had gotten a flashback of Dickie as a kid not being able to bond with other kids because of his child starhood and so he was bullied a lot. And if this was like proper for his arc and a way to bond with the kids, it would have been stronger. Yeah. Instead, he's just an adult yelling at children. <laughs> and then it doesn't seem too far outside of his wheelhouse already to insult people. And I don't know, the kids also don't like, yeah, like, they do seem like they might need to be stood up for, but it's not clear. Like it's because my dad's not around. I don't know. It's just none of these narrative through lines were done very well. Yeah, it was. I yeah, I well, I can admit yeah. it was a little clunky. It was a little clunky. I want to punch guys, up the script. So did much. you guys pick up on on Donna from Parks and Rec? Yes, Rock? yes. She was in this movie. <laughs> she was in like the montage. Sad Eye Sadie. Yeah, she was in the montage of him trying to find families to live with. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mentioned this to Holland yeah. as well. Twenty k was too much. Yeah, too, too much. Twenty thousand dollars too much to pay a family to ha- let you live with them. You could have gotten it for ten, for sure, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, but I do want to go back. I don't know. He was in a nice house in like Pasadena. Like they make decent money. Yeah, who knows? Twenty k is probably more compelling. Okay, another thing. They're in a nice house in Pasadena. How does that big ass house not have a guest room? I yeah. said that too. Yeah, I did it. There's not like. There's no way that that house has two bedrooms. I did not like that. Are Are you sure? Are we sure though that they didn't have one, or was it like but the children? I are thought. Sharing a room. I thought it was that. Oh, that's true. The kids do share a room. That is weird. But the I boy, did think it was. But I thought that he slept in the kids' room because he was like, "This is part of the method." acting this is me i want need to be in a child's room i think it which was, i did not like yeah, i did not I think like they that should have had two room. rooms yeah. and he would have shared the room with sam yeah, yeah with like just the boy yeah. yeah still not my favorite also but... <laughs> yeah 
yeah, not my favorite. But did anyone else think that Sam looks like Corey Feldman? And then oddly enough, Corey Feldman was in this movie. I did not think. I was not getting Corey Feldman vibes from him, but I kind of see it now that you mention it. To me, he looked like a baby Corey Feldman (laughs) in a lot of... Angles. I think he was in motocrossed. I looked him up on IMDb, and that's the only thing I recognized other than this movie. I wonder how these kids feel. I don't know what that movie is. It's a Disney Channel original movie about motocross. About a girl. About who... the girl who, like, disguises herself as her brother so she can race in, like, motocross shit. It's anyway. not one of their better ones. Oh, maybe. I don't think I ever saw it, but maybe I saw Frank the, like, commercials for it. But I don't know. I wonder how the kids felt about being in a movie about a washed up child star as active child stars. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know that <laughs> those kids were so cute. Yeah. Sally was so cute. That She was also, I believe she was Bailey in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Um, that's the only thing I know her from. Um, she might have. I don't know. I can't remember. Her but, hair yeah. was so perfect. It looked like a wig. I want to give what Holland just said airtime. Cue our cousin Carly texting you right as she hears this and saying, <laughs> oh my God, you guys need to do Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, even though I've never seen I it. I think it's on my like long list. Um, and if it's not, I definitely need Allegra, to it Allegra, have you seen there. it? What? I'm sure she's Sisterhood seen of the it. Traveling Pants? I'm pretty sure that is her. Um, Allegra's seen it. Allegra's yeah. seen it. The, the child with cancer plotline made me cry so hard. I never Did want- we see it in theaters together? Yeah. Did I'm, you go with me? Yeah. yeah. I, never I remember see- sobbing in the theater. <laughs> I never wanted to see that movie And I read the books, again. too. I knew it was coming, and I still cried. <laughs> I never wanted to watch that movie ever yeah, again. Yeah, to me, that movie yeah. just reminds me of you and Carly. Oh, really? Yeah, she, yeah, we did. We were all about those books, for sure. She's still acting. Oh, is she? Interesting. Anyway, I want to take it back, though, to the E! True Hollywood story opening, because I thought it was wonderful. I loved how they opened the movie. The glimmer game. Yeah, it gives you all the backstory you need. I thought it was funny. I was constantly watching E! True Hollywood story, probably around the time that this movie came out, and I loved it. And This Is Nugging Futz is still iconic. That is my second note. Bro, why does Greg gamble? Yeah, I still think about it. Dude, why does Greg have so many, like, extremely iconic Brady Bunch memorabilia? Oh, why yeah. Why is he only ever gambling with it? Um, I don't know, but I love it. I There were so many cameos in this movie. This is how so I found child out. star cameos. Oh, my God. This is how I found out who Leif Garrett was. <laughs> I loved the Do you want me to read out celebrity... all of the cameos? Yeah, Because there's a list. The celebrity boxing match, Quake at the Lake. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> at Lake Havasu. Yes. So here we go. Um, the, f- the featured child stars are Emmanuel Lewis... Maureen McCormick, Danny Bonaducci, Dustin Diamond, Barry Williams, Corey Feldman, Butch Patrick, Aaron Moran, Christopher Knight, Mike Lookinland, Lookinland? I don't know who that is. I think that's Bobby from the Brady Bunch. Adam Rich, Jeremy Miller, Leif Garrett, Ernest Thomas, Tony Dow, Haywood Nelson, Corey Haim, Barry Livingston, Todd Bridges, Fred Berry, Gary Coleman, and of course... Alyssa Milano. Yeah. <laughs> Chalk full. Alyssa freaking Milano full. I did love... Oh, and Sasha Mitchell, but she didn't have a blued name. Mm. Sorry, Sasha. Come on the podcast anytime. But yeah. Also, I do remember, like, also during 2000... Like, 
around this time in 2003, like, culture was having, like, a collective, like, nostalgia fest this about the, the 70s. This was the beginning, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like, that 70s show was probably at its peak during this time. Um, they had that show on MTV, like, the 70s house. We're Do you remember that? the only people who watched that show, huh? <laughs> I just remembered that. I don't know. What I just remembered that they would randomly play the hustle, and, you had and they had to stop what they were doing so they danced to the hustle. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember about that reality show. I don't even remember how you won. That's awesome. Uh, but it was like, yeah, it was like um, real world, but in the, but you had to pretend like you were living in the seventies. I think they were trying to reboot the Partridge Family. They they did a whole show about that, and I think Emma Stone like won a part, but then they never made that show. And Danny Bonaduce was having a moment too for some yeah, I'm reason. I'm like, why do I know this name? He was everywhere. Um, he was uh, the only reason I know Danny Bonaduce is because Carolla. when we would be taken to school in mom's car, we would listen to the Adam Carolla show, yeah. and Danny Bonaduce was like a one of the other co-hosts. DJs yeah. on the show or whatever you would call it. Yeah, I remember um, that too. Wasn't this so, when they were making that Brady Bunch movie that became a huge meme on Tumblr? The Brady Bunch movies came out in the 90s. No, the not. Oh, okay, they did. Yeah. George Glass. Um, okay, the slip and slide, slide bit really got me. <laughs> like when he went, when it was dry. Yeah, I feel yeah. Like we loved that. That one as really kids. got me. I definitely remember that part. I feel like that part was also definitely in the trailer. Yes. Um, we watched the trailer. We did. All of the music in this movie was like so. So oh my god! Trendy, good Charlotte so trendy. and Blink One Eighty Two yeah. in the first fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. The that fucking... wasn't in it. <laughs> okay, oh, one of my favorite parts of this movie because of how, like, perfectly cringe it was, and just like very realistic to what like sixth graders are actually like was heather boland's dance routine oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> it was how uncomfortable, so uncomfortable it was, to watch. was just like how i imagine every parent dropping off their kid at club chaos oh, oh my god, god. you're club so chaos. right can you imagine can you imagine at our age now For the listeners Club Chaos was a, like a uh, children's dance. nightclub put on by the local CSD <laughs> where center. they would play, you know, hip swing and fucking flow rida so kids could be pubescent. Well, with back, each other. At, back in my day, back, when, back in my day when I was going, it was like tipsy. It was a freaking. A window to the wall. It was, yeah. It was like all of that shit was being played at fun. I mean, we didn't call it Club Chaos back then either. It was just called, if you were in middle school, it was like a teen dance. It was called the teen dance. And then, yeah. Yes. And then I think when you got to high school, then it turned into Club Chaos oh, with man. two Ks. <laughs> Great. I don't think you ever listened to Holland's Degrassi podcast, but like. Two, okay. So many dance. We lived in the town. We lived in the opposite of Footloose Town where we had dances coming out the wazoo. Would yeah. you agree that that was like what our town was? Especially if you added Y and G yeah, into the mix. Yeah, too much. <laughs> yeah. Kelsey and all these listeners would be like, did people actually have this many school dances? And Holland was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, and I did. Because <laughs> I feel like normal people have like a homecoming dance 
maybe a win the winter one is always kind of probably a little optional and like a prom and that's it and i'm like we had the welcome back dance we had homecoming we had winter ball we had sadie's and then we had prom and that was just during this that was just the school dance <laughs> there was the community dances there was your club dance there was the y and g da- yeah there were so many dances anyway um yeah but can you imagine being um, a chaperone to one of those teen dances? <laughs> Our welcome back dance was always a uh, sock hop. <laughs> a sock hop? Because you, we was in the gym and you couldn't wear your shoes. So you had to be in socks. I forgot we had to take off our shoes in the gym at those dance at the dances in high school. Because that didn't, I mean, that happened once they redid the gym. I think by freshman year I didn't have to do yeah, that. Yeah, they were like, fuck these floorboards. <laughs> anyway... I loved the Brendan Fraser cameo oh, so much. Such a good Brendan Fraser. 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 Okay, it's I, Fraser. I a, it is Fraser. I wanted to say something. So I wrote I wrote down when he popped up. I did, oh my God, Brendan Fraser. And then literally as I was typing it, he did, it's Fraser. And I just backed yeah. it, corrected it, and put an asterisk next to it to be like, it's Fraser. Fraser. <laughs> His interaction with Brendan Fraser is amazing. I also love at the poker game, he's just like talking him up. And I also loved at the poker game, which I believe is, it's Dickie Roberts. Jorge of the jungle. Yeah. Greg Brady, Danny Bonaducci, Screech and Corey Feldman and Leif Leif Leif. Garrett, I believe is at their like has been poker game. This is when Greg Brady is like betting all of his Brady merch. But I also love them talking about Vin Diesel. <laughs> They're like, what do, what do women see yes. these guys? Like, oh I don't get Vin, you know, I don't get Vin Diesel. And they're like, yeah. Ugh. And they're like, fuck that guy. And they're like, actually, no, he's really nice. Like, actually, there's like, he's like so nice to me. Like, he let me money, he let me money once. Like, I don't know. That was <laughs> such a good fucking line. Yeah, he so was like, funny. he's he actually really money. cool. <laughs> it's like, bro, like that, that is the Dickie Roberts. I wish who's like yeah he stayed throughout the the movie movie. yeah what am i doing yeah honestly i was i was very um like it was refreshing that he wasn't as like smimy as i feel like i remembered or like i thought he would be because he actually was like a lot more like of a good it wasn't like you know diamond in the rough like you had to like find it for him to be a good guy like he was a good guy but with the flaws. Yeah, he was, yeah. Like, he wasn't, like, always, when, like you were saying, like, he wasn't always how he was to, you know, Mrs. Gertrude, the neighbor. That was the bad part. And then sometimes you'd get the little bits of how he was with the kids. It was the other way around. I just wish there was more of how he was with the yeah, kids. Yeah, I just wish he was that and he was then working through childhood trauma I wish there wasn't any of this, like, like all of the shitty, edgy stuff that they felt like they had to put in. Like, yeah, I mean, it was a Happy Madison movie made in 2003, <sighs> so. It's but, greatest downfall. But Mr. Deeds came out the year before this, and he, like, why couldn't, like, I mean, I guess it didn't do well, though. I'm Mr. Gonna... Deeds probably didn't do well, but we all really loved it, and he was yeah, like, he also, was so genuine. Well, guys, guys, guys. <laughs> but he's, because... In that movie, he's literally playing a small town dude who gets. It's literally the exact opposite yeah, character. That's true. But it's like. It's a nobody who gets thrust into the spotlight. This is somebody who grew up in the spotlight 
who is down on his luck. That's like, true. I wish that he did have to have edge to him yeah. because he was like he had to product himself. of Hollywood, I, child star, fucked up by the system. I understand if they had been like he doesn't know how to talk to children because he was he never got to have a childhood. That was fine. I thought it was funny how he was like, I was drinking, co- I've been drinking coffee since I was three years old. <laughs> like, if they had just done more work to be like, what would his actual trauma be? by being this extreme caricature of a former child star. And I feel like being a disgusting perv, like mean, like snipey person isn't necessary because they were already creating such a nice, like goofy extreme person. Yeah, I guess if we're gonna, if I'm gonna argue to defend the choices that were made, I guess I could say, I'd say it's not, I don't like it, but it's. I don't think it's completely unrealistic given the time period that he was famous. Like, he grew up in the 70s and 80s, which True. was, like, a very insensitive time. Yeah. To, so, I'm saying, I'm not excusing it, but I'm like, if I'm going to defend the choice to, like, have him be like that, that's kind of all yeah. I can really say. I can say, like, it's not necessarily unrealistic, even though I don't like that those are what his flaws are and that's and we have to like witness the bad stuff then i think the the real disappointment of this movie despite everything like it was made in 2002 i can wish all i want that this was a 2012 or 2022 yeah, movie yeah but like the real issue is that david spade cannot carry this character very well <laughs> he is not a strong actor no he does not have the emotional depth no. to like not. really get the sentimental parts home yeah. like the big difference between theater acting and movies is that you can see people's faces you can see them emote and then that last big monologue scene with david spade he is just dead faced yeah he's he you can see they're trying to make him cry and he's just dead pan like i want to change i want to be better like i want a family and it's just his fucking face <laughs> yeah and we definitely took note that they did not show his audition <laughs> they, did not, they did not show him killing that audition it was just and i'll begin and cut to leaving the hospital being like and i Yay! did amazing and i got the part like, but honestly good on the movie for knowing that to not even try to include it because it would take away even more you know i <laughs> I watched David Spade's most recent stand-up special, and I was like, oh my god, he is exactly our parents' age. Like, I feel like mom would love this, because, like, I feel like he is speaking to his age group in a way that is like, I don't think David Spade is a bad actor, or a bad comedian, I'll say specifically. I think he's just better, like, on the fly. I saw, I don't know if I've said this before, but I've seen him... Like, he just goes on talk shows for charisma. no reason and just can talk and talk and talk, and he's very charming and funny. Like, I saw him, I went to a ch- taping of Chelsea lately, way back in like 2014, and he was a guest, and it was, he was, it was so, it was very entertaining. Like, I think he's I, gener- I generally like David Spade. He's net good yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he'd be really fun to hang out with. 
Mm-hmm. I just think if David Spade was just a little less straight and <laughs> yeah. dug a little deeper to become a better actor, he could be he could Amazing. have been way better. Yeah. Like obviously he's hilarious and he was on SNL. And he he could really have the Adam movie. Sandler duality of like Oh, absolutely. makes really stupid shitty movies for Happy Madison, but also can do a dramatic turn. Like if he like could dig deeper. I just deeper. feel like he completely stops himself from going further. Yeah. Cuz he's like I haven't needed to, so he doesn't. Yeah. But if he did like a very serious like acting coaching thing for a while like could you not imagine him as some old southern queen in like some fucking oh a24 movie yes he'd be amazing at it um so i do want to what you guys oh, are sorry. saying really resonates there's i just want to read um roger ebert's review of the movie okay so he gave roger ebert gave the movie two out of four stars noting Dickie Roberts, former child star, has a premise that would be catnip for Steve Martin or Jim Carrey. But David Spade, who, to be fair, came up with the premise, casts a pal of smarmy sincerity over the material. But Lovitz was pitch perfect and the cameo appearances were enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. 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 That He hit the nail on the head. It is a good concept. It's a great concept. With a, a bit yeah. of a stronger script and yeah. a stronger lead. This actually could have been a very memorable movie. I still Reboot think it could have. I still think it could have been amazing with David Spade if they had just cut out all the icky parts that kind of take you out. I, and if they Maybe just, not amazing, but like I, I think if they had scores given him a little bit of an acting coach, if yeah. he had like really tried to go for it. Yeah. Also, the music is yeah, way I, too. I, cheesy. I think it's funny. <laughs> like I think it's funny. Like, and I think it's what you guys were just describing that like. In this movie, David Spade plays a character who's a better actor than David Spade. Yeah. Yeah. That 100%. That's a mistake. Yeah. (laughs) But all of the parts where he is good and in his element are like chef's kiss. Like the fucking treehouse scene. I don't think we've like totally dug into it. But the treehouse scene is so good where he's like, he knows they're sending him out there because they think the treehouse is janky and they don't like him. And he's like, you know what? I'm turning the treehouse into a fucking party. I got a disco ball. It's amazing. And the kids are going to come out here. I just thought that whole scene was so funny. There's an endearing positivity to the first half of the movie Dickie that I wish continued and really started to putter out. Yeah, and I feel like you can tell he's improving and just playing more when he's with the kids. Yes. And I and I think that energy yes. is really fun. Also, the scene with like the noisemaker toy, it started out where I was like, why this is going on for too long? What is happening? But then it just kept going What's and it mean? got funny when they're in the garage and he's like, the cow says moo oh. and the da 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 da. And he has like an entire mental he's a breakdown. breakdown. I'm like, yes, this should be the thesis of the movie. And These like, are the issues at first address. I was like, yeah. I was like, this is still happening. But then it, because it just kept happening, it got funnier. It's yeah. like the timing rule yes. of like, you can't be. <laughs> Like it's either short and sweet or like so long that it like it's funny then stops but then it circles back again. around and becomes funny again. <laughs> Who could have done this better? Yeah, and I do love just on the beat of like that comedic timing is like he like you know smashes it is looking at it and it's just like what else you got? Yeah, <laughs> like I know I I thought like just that bit also to add to that scene like 
That was fun. And suppressed. I liked it. <laughs> so it's like, I love David Spade as like, like, I think his, like the fact that he's like short and he's got this long blonde 70s hair and he has this sweetness. I think like his characterization is just so almost there that I'm like, I wanted this to work. But who mm-hmm. do you think, who 2002, what actor could have made this movie really shine? Who has a better acting ability that would have been good as Dickie? I know that Roger I mean, Ebert said Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey, but I'm like, he's too tall. Jim Carrey also, I feel like he's too goofy. He's like, he's too big. He's too big. In his acting and celebrity, but I don't know. I don't think of Steve Carell. Hmm. This was before his break, but I just think he could play this character. Actually, I don't know. He's still too, like, dorky. I'm going to look up biggest actors and male actors in 2002. But I feel like it, it had to have been a comedian. Because I think all the parts that work the, the best are when Rob you can Schneider tell that David Spade Will is Ferrell. like improving. Will Ferrell probably could have. Honestly, yes. Will Ferrell. Will, Will Ferrell could. 2002 Will Ferrell. Not like post like yeah, yeah. the Ferrell. Will Ferrell. I think, yeah, Will Ferrell. I think Will Ferrell is a great choice. He would have been a great choice. I'm gonna read because yeah, I think um, he has a similar sense of humor that would fit in with like the Happy Madison situation. I like that. And but he can do serious. He can and definitely. I do think serious. he could properly seduce a bomb. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. If we're keeping that if in, he had to. Okay, I, new game. I'm gonna read. If we're keeping that in, <laughs> I'm going to uh, list the top domestic leading stars for comedy movies in 2002, and you let me know if you would have seen him in Dickie Roberts. Yesterday. Okay. First is Will Ferrell. Well, yeah. Second is Adam Sandler. Third is Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. So this isn't Allegra. I think we're on the same oh, this list. Is just, this isn't of this 2002. Is this is just overall okay. top domestic leading stars for comedy. I just Eddie Murphy would have been a very different movie, but I don't think it would have not worked. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, agree. Instead of like a, I don't know. Instead so, of like a Brady, Brady Bunchy Partridge like, Family spoof, I feel like it would have been like a, uh, like my whatever that what was that show, the uh, different strokes, yeah, kind of. Oh, he would have been different strokes. He wouldn't have been. Um, what is it? Good times? Maybe I don't know. Depending, yeah. I oh, just feel like they would have really spoofed like what you talk about, Willis, or something like that. Ben Stiller. Now. No. I don't. I can't see him with kids. Vince Vaughn. <laughs> no. We want. We want like hum ocean and heart. We've seen what Vince Vaughn can do, and that will not be it. Owen Wilson. No. I mean. Uh, no. Robin Williams. Okay, too big again. Too big. No. Bill Murray. No. So any of these he men can't really do was, emotional. If it was set when Bill Murray was 30? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But yeah, so in 2002, many... Bill Murray was already like 50 and Anyway, I'm kind of done with this game. Sorry, for the reboot, Paul Rudd. <laughs> no. I mean, Paul Rudd probably could have done it then. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. So another thing that just definitely hit the nostalgia for, I know, for both of us for both me and Allegra was Shizit. As soon as we heard Shizit for the very first time, Allegra just turns to me and is like, we said Shizit, didn't we? (laughs) And I was like, we definitely (laughs) did. I'm pretty sure we did. (laughs) Shizit or Shiznit or something like that. (laughs) Shizit. 
<laughs> yeah, I definitely remember that. I remember being weirded out by like, I was like, did I, when I, even when I was a kid, I was like, did I miss out on childhood? Cause I didn't know what a water wiggle was. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just a weird hose. It's just like a hose. It yeah. made up for this movie. Also, we didn't really have like, we never did like sprinkler shit. We didn't really outside. have yards for that. We didn't have big enough yards for that, really. I guess, I, mean, like I guess we could have. It was so hot. You didn't really want to be outside with just a hose anyway. I it's like, like I, I want to be in a pool or not outside. <laughs> like our biggest backyard was Arden. And I feel like mom was like, we're not spending money on that. Like, No, yeah. We never had a slip and slide. I had a, and Arden, I had a Star Wars The Phantom Menace themed uh, kiddie pool. Oh my god, Arden. amazing. But you know, it's like we didn't really do anything like that because we always like went to a like a public pool. Like or like a country club pool or like we went to we like would travel to a pool. I remember when we lived in Arden, we went to We pools. went to country club pool. Maybe not what maybe not a country club, but I mean like a not a, like a gym. A gym. Like a gym pool. Yeah, we would go to I like mean. the gym's pool. That's that, what I meant. You know, mom was a part That's of. That's what I meant. We would go to like the gym pool. Are you thinking about the Palace Verdes place? No, I'm talking about like when we lived in Arden. No, I know, but when you originally said Broadstone. I think, yeah, yeah, I think I was just thinking it was like a fancy gym slash. Yeah, I was thinking of Broadstone, which mm-hmm. was, I don't know if you would, it was like a sports club. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I also want uh, one more thing about the treehouse i really enjoyed the scary story like him telling the scary story about like the day the sitcom got canceled but the spider yes. thing oh, that was but the good. spider gag of the kids being like so scared and he's like i know it's really scary they said it was like the it's ratings like, had a six year low worse. hold yeah. on guys <laughs> i loved the ride like the wind dance number oh, oh my god so yes good. I definitely remembered that, like, Ride Like the Wind being an important song to this movie. And whenever I hear it, I do think yeah, of there this was movie. a lot of, there was a lot of choreographed dancing in this there movie. There was. There really was. I mean. Because, like, Just My Imagination was also, like, That's a how he bonded with dance. the kids and helped them solve their problems. I loved that. I'm like, I love that he's, like, correcting the mistakes of stage mom's past. Like he's a good stage yeah. mom and not like a stage mom who would abandon them. I'm like using his backup oh God, dancer for vanilla ice skills. Yes. <laughs> like, ah, oh, I did. Okay. Uh, this was a bit that so really got me both times. They did it. It like genuinely made me laugh and I'd forgotten about it. But when, when Melissa Milano comes back and is in the house and he does like, and then just throws, <laughs> throws the, the cork, cork at, her at her head. I laughed so hard at that because I just like didn't expect it. <laughs> and then when she did it in the like epilogue, yeah. and she makes the noise of popping the cork and then throws, throws the, the bottle. bottle at him. <laughs> that really fucking got me. God, her, her I thought her hair was so bad in this whole movie, but um, she did a great so job. So bad. Do we want to talk about the dead rabbit? <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh, that was kind of a that good was bit. so good, dude. That was Devil so Rabbit. Good. Like it's fucked up, but kind of in a really amazing way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it start. I started off being horrified, like the dog had a dead bunny. I'm like, I was because I was just thinking, I'm like, 
What if this actually happened? The dog like killed, seemingly killed the next door neighbor's bunny who they've already had issues with. And they're like, fuck, we can't let them know. Let's just wash it and then we'll put it in the cage and they'll think it just died of natural causes. And like going through washing the bunny, I'm just, I was kind of horrified at first just like imagining doing this. But then as soon as they pull up and they see the rabbit in the cage and they're start freaking out devil rabbit that's not our buddy died two days ago (laughs) and they're like well i guess it's a sign you gotta leave (laughs) yeah but after after they start running and like david spade like keeps yelling things at them just to like in like advance their panic even further yeah it was so he's like you should move out yeah Yeah, he's like, you should move out. And then he said something else as they were, like, running into the house. I know. I couldn't remember. And it, I just can't remember what it was. But it was Of oh, all it was the awesome. weird, fucked up Happy Madison bits that I've seen over the years, I'm like, that looks pretty good. <laughs> this one actually, it actually has a good balance of fucked up and funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The next door neighbor girl looked so much older than Sam. That I was like, are we shipping this? Yeah. She looks like she's 16 and he looks like he's like 13, 14. Her name is Barbie. Barbie. Yeah, I mean, come on. Why did it have to be Barbie? It's so on the nose. <laughs> she's a blonde girl with children named Barbie. Children were not named Barbie in 2002. Yeah, or Barbara. or like, Barbara would have been more realistic than Barbie. But I mean, that's what a nickname for Barbara. But I still I can't know. even imagine... Girl that age at that time being Wait, named Barbara. <laughs> Gray is this new. For oh, you? you didn't know that that was a nickname for Barbara. <laughs> no. <laughs> the more you know. Oh my god, my whole fucking world is upside down. <laughs> oh well, I can tell you something that I just learned uh, earlier this week. Uh, the phrase "pulling out the stops," pulling out all the stops. Yeah, that's for organs. What? When you play a church organ, you pull out Oh, okay. Stops. I went organs in your body, and I'm like, what? Yeah, I went internal organs, too. No, it's for when you're playing a giant musical instrument organ, you pull out these things called stops so that the pipes make noise. Oh. And so when you want to use all the pipes, you pull out all the stops. Oh, interesting yeah i didn't know that i was like i don't know what i thought people meant by pulling out stops. i don't think i ever like thought about it yeah i never I thought it was like it. a race term like race car too. you know they have those like those blocks like starter blocks oh, yeah, 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 that yeah. you put in front of wheels or like i think that's actually for planes i thought that's what pulling out all the stop mm. like that's what my brain went to i think it's just a lot of people used to go to church that had organs and everyone knew you gotta pull out yeah. all the stops. I can say I don't think I've ever like thought about it before. I've never like tried to analyze it before. I <laughs> just accepted it as a saying. Um, Fans, feel free to put in your phrases that you just learned recently <laughs> that blew your mind. Uh, email us at latchkeysibs at gmail.com. Yes. Also, please, again, know that you can send us your pre-watch notes. Please. We didn't we didn't mention that during pre-watch note time, but yeah, send, send us, us that. Because um, we never do. I used to listen to this podcast called Unhappy Hour with Matt Belisai, and this he complains, and that's the whole podcast. And one time he was going on this long rant about something completely different, and he's like, oh, yeah, one thing. It's voila. It's not voila. And I remember being like, oh, my God. I know. <laughs> I'm like, 
like, I don't know if that's I like. That's how it's spelled. I know, but I'm just like, I don't. I, I don't, knew that. It's just, I think. But that's I, just because of French. I think I said voila, but I don't think I knew that voila was also wrong. Uh. So when people said it, I was like, it's just a thing people say. Voila. Yeah, I get it. Um, okay, the song also. I, the, it's a very soft V. The song at the end of the child star, like, we are the world. We are the, oh, the we, we are, are the tri- world. We're child, child star stars one. from your television. Very long. Completely song. forgot about it until it was happening, and then I was like, "Oh yes, now I remember." It's just I'm like they just got so many fucking people to be a part of this movie. It's like we I watched Brady Bunch. Yeah, I did not watch any other. I mean, we watched different strips. I think we watched different strips. Yeah, too. I didn't know the majority of. Those child stars, just because, yeah, I didn't grow up. I mean, up I'm glad they, I'm glad they put their names sitcoms. on the screens. Absolutely, because I'm like, I wasn't watching the Munsters. I'm sorry. Uh, Willis absolutely had the best verse. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember what it was. It but was just like you're really gonna bother me. Well, you're really gonna make me say it. You're really gonna say it while I'm taking a piss. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I stopped watching it after Marsha's. I was like, I don't really care. Oh, you didn't really? watch it? It was very. It, it was, was like really the whole long. credits, basically. Um, I don't know. It was a good time, but I like. So I guess I might go into like final arguments. I think we're kind of reaching an end point, but yeah, I think overall it was fun to revisit this movie. The moments that worked really worked. It wasn't a perfect film i understand it was not the easiest to follow there were definitely some dated things i did not like the fat shaming and the slut shaming and the perviness that came with it there and i think like there are things that we wish this movie could be because there are things in this movie that work so well and i don't know if it should be completely penalized for what it isn't but we should just look at what it is i boosted a little scores okay give it to all right allegra (laughs) let you start off again with your new scores uh nostalgia staying at a four sit through ability hang on i'm keeping mine at a six okay i bumped my sit through i kept mine at a six i bumped mine to a six your sit through yeah okay sit through i'm keeping at an eight um like children i'm keeping at a four Keeping mine at a five. Yeah. Uh, hold up, I bumped to a five. I'm keeping. I kept all my scores. Okay. Kept mine at a seven. And then fallibility, I kept at a six. Okay. And I kept mine at a seven. Okay. Listen, David I Spade. Do, I want to give. Me. I will fix your script. <laughs> we will reboot this. Uh, bonus points. Um. I want to give a bonus point to um, the, I I don't know. I was going to say the soundtrack, um, but I want to give a more deserving bonus point. <laughs> and I just think it's it's David Spade's chemistry with the, with kids. the kids. Great. What about you, Legra? Mm. Treehouse des- scene? It definitely deserves a point because it did have some genuinely funny lines. Mm-hmm. We laughed out loud a lot while watching this. Mm-hmm. I want to give it to my, I think maybe the funniest part for me was the Vin Diesel. And he even lent me money. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> Good 
Fucking Dustin Diamond. Sorry, oh, I mean, calculating. When the around computing, the poker, computing around the poker table, we're like Dustin Diamond, R.I.P. Corey Feldman, R.I.P. Corey Feldman didn't die. Corey oh, sorry, Haim the, died. the other Corey that was in the ending credits, yeah. Gary Coleman, R.I.P. So with with two bonus points, Holland, your final score has become sixty. I was also debating. All right. <laughs> I was also debating giving it a bonus point for just the breaded phrase. Fraser. The only info I have of the movie budget seventeen million, box office twenty three point seven, so not great. Barely made its money back. Um, the co-writers Fred Wolf and David Spade originally wrote a skit in the nineties for SNL about a child star rampage spoofing the Silence of the Lambs for when Macaulay Culkin was hosting, but it was cut. <laughs> the idea was later pitched for the WB, but they turned it down. It was eventually rewritten and turned into this movie, originally written as a dark comedy with more references to drug use by child stars. Hmm. Um, Rotten Tomatoes gave the has the approval rating of 22%. Um, <laughs> the site's consensus is a so-so David Spade comedy with a few laughs. Metacritic gave the fu- the film... 36 percent um indicating generally unfavorable reviews <laughs> and that is it i already read the roger ebert one yeah let me go get the hat okay yeah it's yeah it like i think a 60 is probably pretty good for yeah. where for what it is yeah and yeah it's like it's it does suck because it's like there's a way to do this movie right. Yeah. And they just didn't get it. They didn't get and it. And I can only say that with hindsight. Yeah. With 100%. so much time between yeah. now and that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. All right. Let us see. What Allegra's what Allegra. movie era. Yeah, Gray. Bring it on. It's gone. Bring it on. Gone. Bring it on. <laughs> Daphne, stop rubbing up against the mic, please. She is a podcaster too, Gray. Let oh, her follow so her cute. dreams. <laughs> she's so cute. All right. Allegra is reviewing. Da- oh. <laughs> Daphne Daph took, took it. it. Oh, it's Daphne's movie. Agent Cody Banks. Okay. Oh. A lot of Frankie Buna's back to back, basically. <laughs> Not as bad as Aragon, but I guess we'll see. I mean, this one I know will also be big on the nostalgia. We're fi- it's, we finally both broke the Allegra streak of movies, though, because I put this in. This is my sub yeah, you for put Snow this Day. Um, all right. All right. And you go to Banks. Interesting. Interesting. I hope the appropriate for children's score is pretty high. I hope. It probably will be. I can't imagine it wouldn't be. Again, another, like, did we talk about... Was this an on podcast combo that we had or an off where we talked about like how much like spy shit was huge when we were kids of like being a secret agent and You like, mentioned it very briefly, I think, last episode. We might have talked about it when I when we did happy hour last week. So maybe mm. that's what I'm thinking of. Yes. So I'm interested to revisit spy this kids, though. Hillary Agent Duff. Cody. Yeah, Spy Kids, Agent Cody Banks, Codename Kids Next Door. Yeah, because remember I talked about our rollerblade shit when we used to when we all remember when we all got rollerblades for Christmas and we like pretended to be yes. like rollerblading like spies. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is also in- <laughs> incredible. Sort of falls into spies. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, all right. Well, uh, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Latchkey Sibs. Please make sure to check our Instagram stories every Friday where there will be a poll that you can vote in to decide whether the defending sip of the weeks deserves an extra point, deserves to lose a point, deserves to stay the same for whatever movie we watched that week. Please send us your pre-watch notes for any of the movies. They might not be timed exactly on the same episodes, but please send it to us anyway. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to know if that we're not the only people who remember these movies or slightly remember these movies, I guess. Um, <laughs> so you can send those to us on any of our social media or you can email us at lashkeysibs at gmail.com. Next week, we're watching Agent Cody Banks and that's all we got for you guys today. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.